0: Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast.
1: See peacock,
0: cock, cock, Time for sports. Peacock, Devin Peacock, peacock, peacock joins peacock, us. And cock, cock, when I saw this story break yesterday, Dev, I peacock, thought of you because peacock, I know you love dumping on the Ottawa Senators and Senators peacock, fans. <laughs> so I was curious to know if you'd uh, enjoy this story, if you'd be happy about it. But a number of Ottawa Senators players were um, in a... Uber, looks like an Uber SUV, getting a ride back to the hotel or something a couple weeks ago. And unbeknownst to them, the Uber driver was video recording the conversation that they were having in the vehicle. They started talking about Marty Raymond, who is a defensive coach with the Senators, kind of dumping on the meetings that Marty uh, has with the team, saying he does, they don't learn anything from him saying that they've stopped paying attention because it's so repetitive. And you see, you're laughing over there. <laughs>
1: Matt Duchesne says he hasn't paid attention in three weeks.
0: It <laughs> <laughs> shows. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so whatever. You and I had a debate this morning. I said, I don't want to run any of this audio on the air because, for two reasons. One, I didn't find it that interesting. Two, this is a massive invasion of privacy. These guys are in an Uber having a private conversation, and this D-bag driver is going to post the video online?
2: Well, I mean, first off, so in terms of, like, I, I love that this happened to the Ottawa editors, but I do feel kind of bad for them, the team, and the, the, the coach. In terms of privacy, they're in someone else's vehicle. In terms of like, the presumption of privacy, like well, they're, they're recording just in
1: case they get the Uber driver gets assaulted or somebody. And I the, understand, yeah, that. yeah. So that's just a common having the
0: security cameras in there. Fine, if you're going to post those videos to YouTube, so that's you can wrong. get likes yeah. or you can make money or I don't know what the motivation would have been—get attention for
1: yourself. I'm assuming go viral and make a little bit of cash off it. You know, it's ridiculous.
2: If, you, like if you're like, if you in an Uber vehicle, then maybe don't talk about stuff that's a little bit sensitive. If you're out in the random public, you have no presumption of privacy. If someone overhears you and then ret- retells that story to others and it gets broadcast, that's on you for talking about it in public where people could hear and you can get in trouble for, for saying it.
0: But isn't it like if you go to a doctor or... If you uh, are doing confession at church... (laughs) They took an (laughs) oath, these Uber drivers. Really, they should, because... What's taxicab confessions? Taxicab confessions, they get you to sign a non-disclosure, or they put the little fuzzy bubble over your head so no one knows who you are. Yeah, yeah. It's completely different than this. These guys were singled out. They were identified as Ottawa Senators players. And the reason... The driver posted
2: this was because they played for the Sens. Well, like, can you, can someone, if I'm on the street, can someone take a picture of me and just, and say say I'm having like like, they think my mustache looks silly. Can they take a picture of me and just post it online and make fun of me? The, The
0: difference is this is a company that's providing a service. And I think there should be, An assumed uh goes
2: against Uber's like Uber has said it's
0: against their their whole policy. Well they should do something about it. This guy should not be allowed to drive an Uber anymore. I think he should be criminally charged.
1: Yeah, I I feel like everybody has talked smack at at work. Like that's why everybody goes for drink after work. Drinks after work is to talk crap. I'm sure boss Brad wouldn't be surprised to hear
0: that Jim and I have had similar conversations about
1: him. (laughs) I think he would. (laughs)
0: But you know what I mean? Like everyone vents about oh, that meeting was stupid today. or, geez, and it's not, like, these guys are doing it. It's out of frustration. They want to be better. They, I'm sure Marty would love to hear that feedback in another way, not through a YouTube video that was secretly recorded in an Uber. But if some guys came to us and said, hey, Marty, can we mix it up a little bit? I think we'd get, you know, that's, that's positive feedback. And yeah. everybody gets stuff off their chest with coworkers,
1: it's It's a healthy thing to do in a workplace. But not everybody is a complete coward and then posts your complaining online. Like, that's just bro code out
0: the window. We want to know what you guys think. Hey, who's this? This is Adam. Adam, what are your thoughts? I totally agree with you, Taz. You uh, hit the nail right on the head there. Totally breach of privacy. I wonder, Adam, what these Ottawa Senators players tipped this uber driver
1: (laughs) oh they gave him full five bucks and a five-star rating oh maybe they gave him a two-star and (laughs) and this is revenge seriously you got
0: a bunch of millionaires driving around they give you three bucks
1: yeah maybe that's what it is or they
0: don't tip this could have been payback for that so that could be the true lesson here make sure you tip your uber driver yeah it's mike hey mike just a comment, I, I know the Uber driver's a dirtbag if he's trying to make some money off this, but what professional athletes got to remember is that they're being paid millions of dollars, and they're bashing a team that's paying them millions of dollars. Maybe they should be a little more discreet of how they're
2: saying it.
1: Yeah. But with any job, there's obviously pros and cons. Like, And, and by the way, they're just repeating what every other hockey player is saying about the Ottawa Senators organization anyway. It's just the Uber driver... All oh, the only reason he did it was to embarrass them. Like there's no positive What is his motive? What is I don't get it. Like it's
0: Unless he got the 2-star rating, that's, I don't understand I what the motive I bet you that's was. what it
1: is. You think so? It's got to be well, we have a guy here on text message who drives for Uber. He says, I drive for Uber part time. I uh, thought it would be hilarious to show my wife some of the shenanigans I see in here. So I researched if I can legally video record passengers. And I can do so if the passengers are aware. So if they get in, you go, hey guys, I'm just recording this, just so you know. Uh, which, of course, when you tell them, it minimizes the hilarity of the compost. <laughs>
2: Well, I mean so in London with the with the Tell r- that guy to send us his blooper reel. We wanna <laughs> we
0: wanna post it on the FM ninety six Facebook fan
2: page. With London's bylaw, although they just changed it up until recently, taxicabs were required to have cameras. Yeah. Uh, but Ubers, they have a sticker. Ubers were not.
0: Here's the thing. I'm fine. Record me all day. Just don't post it on YouTube. I don't yeah. care if you want to be like hey I got Taz and Jim in the back of my cab and they were bashing Devin Peacock for an hour. Yeah. That's fine. Tell your buddies don't post it on on YouTube so Peacock finds out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but really, you know who comes out looking bad? The the, the taxi driver, he's an Uber lose his job. driver. And he the, should the, lose his job. I think Absolutely. he should lose and, his job. And the players, you know what? It might be
0: positive for the team. Yeah, this might light a fire. <laughs> I guarantee Marty Raymond's going to have them skating suicides <laughs> <laughs> at the next practice. People's Sexiest Man Alive announced last night on Fallon. It's uh, Idris Elba. He was Luther on the show Luther. He's been in every movie since. He's a popular guy. Sexy guy. I agree. He's a good looking dude. Mm-hmm. Manly. You know, like I'd feel safe if, if that guy <laughs> was on my team protecting me. Oh,
1: I thought you meant if he was spooning you. <laughs> if
0: he was spooning me. <laughs> if Idris, I'd be safe. I'd be able to sleep at night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, we asked question Who's the sexiest man alive in London, Ontario We want to localize things And Jim nominated his friend Gorgeous Greg, who is a good looking dude
1: I feel like it's got to be a public figure though Somebody that you'd name you'd recognize ah, uh, Again, as
0: long as we can creep them On social media I'm happy with any nomination Okay, But we are getting people Sending us some public figures Scott Moyer Sexy, yeah he's a sexy man Elderton might take claim to that though. Sure. Yeah, not quite London. Also, he's not around all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's He's up on the road a lot. Mm -hmm. So is he really London's sexiest man? Or does he belong to the country or the world?
1: (laughs) He's Canada's sexiest man.
0: Uh, we got another one here. Devin Peacock getting a nomination. With that mustache. Kaka, his Movember stash, I think, has raised his stock a little bit when it comes to sexiness. (laughs) What about this uh, this wild card entry into the sexiest man in London race? George Georgopoulos. <laughs> what? George Georgopoulos, he's a uh, local real estate guy. One of those real characters. Always quick with a... Uh, a uh, joke or a magic trick? If you bump into him, he is a he's a character for sure. He is, and he's got those big posters hanging in Budweiser Gardens over the exits. Right, you see George Georgiopoulos' face all over when you're at Bud Gardens. And on Sunday night, you had a very talented dude, Joe Bonamassa, performing. Blues guitar legend Joe Bonamassa was in town. He took note of George Georgopoulos's sexy face being all over. And look who we have on the phone here. London real estate icon, George Georgopoulos joins us. Good morning, George. Hey, Tazopoulos, How you doing, bud? Good. Uh, you uh, uh, got a shout-out on... Uh, Sunday night at Budweiser Gardens, Joe Bonamassa was performing. Now, you've heard that he was talking about you, but you haven't heard the clip, right? That's right. Okay, well, we had it on the air earlier this morning, and we want to uh, be the first to share it with you. So here is Joe Bonamassa talking George Georgopolis on Sunday night.
2: I love your hockey team. You have a beautiful city. People are wonderful. (laughs) Everything adds up, except... Who in the f*** is George Georgeopolis? And why isn't George Georgeopoulos either here or in jail? In jail? What? What? You see him, like, he's on every exit. You can't Buy a beer, popcorn, <laughs> think about the weather without his face, right in your face. <laughs> <laughs> f-ing demon himself. I'm scared. Frankly, I'm frightened. You should be too. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, I mean, I really appreciate that Joe who is really has the very difficult name to pronounce pronounced mine correctly. So, I give him kudos for <laughs> that one. Is that
1: your given name or did you choose that for marketing purposes because it it is fun to say? Joe well, you know Thomas. it is.
0: Yeah, it it is. I mean, listen, when I first got into business, I mean, it was like Chapopolis, Dilopoulos. but it's it I took an ad out and it says Chris Christofferson sounds like George Georgeopolis, Now mind you, When I was in high school, they said, how do you pronounce your name in in Greek? And I said, it's Yorgos Yorgopoulos. So they used to call me, you're hopeless. (laughs) Um, George, you're hopeless. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Jorge, Jorge, Jorge. But that's pretty cool. I know this isn't the first time this has happened where the artist on stage has taken note. Because if you're on stage and you're performing at Bud Gardens, when you look to your immediate right, you see the exit and all you see is George's face hanging there. So like, you got these big A-list celebrities taking note of you, George. I know, and you know, I should be getting residuals or something every time they mention my name like they do when they play songs, but uh, you know. Or at least free
1: tickets to every show, right? Yeah.
2: That that it's happened a few times, Taz. I feel Where, like they,
1: every show I watch, George is with me. <laughs> sometimes I feel like the eyes are moving on that thing <laughs> I think he's behind it watch
0: it now listen how did you know that that's a secret I've got cameras behind those eyes and I wouldn't be Careful. surprised George <laughs>
2: who in the f- is George Georgiopolis?
0: it's tough like You when you have a kid you have to pay attention to that thing
1: all the freaking time. <laughs> what a nightmare! No, seriously. Especially when they start walking. I'm assuming.
0: Sure, you go to do something like empty the dishwasher, and then all of a sudden the kids on the other side of the house. Yeah. Heaven forbid you leave a door open. Uh-huh. The kid can get outside of the house. It's. Uh, I understand it now that I have a little two year old at home. We got to give a Tasmania kudos this morning to a guy named Gus. He's a fisherman. He fishes out of New Zealand. He'd been fishing in the same spot every morning, but about a week ago, he randomly decided to try a different spot about 300 feet away from where he usually casts off. He's out in the ocean. He sees a small figure floating in the water. He thought initially it might be a doll. When he got closer, he realized it was an 18-month-old baby floating in the water. It's a nightmare. The baby managed to escape from its parents' tent in a campground while they were sleeping. Wandered into the ocean. Oh, my God. The good news, Gus scooped the baby out of the water, wrapped him in towels, took him back to shore. The baby's going to be totally fine. No way. Isn't that crazy? Usually doesn't even go near the spot where the baby was. Huh. I think it gives you goosebumps thinking that... It's fate, if, if he had just been in his regular fishing spot, the story wouldn't have ended well. But uh, the baby is going to be fine. And the woman who owns the campground says that this is a freakish miracle
1: that is uh, unbelievable that it would survive. But I've seen videos on YouTube that like bait like human babies since they're mammals naturally will like turn on their back sometimes if they go in water. and so they can survive if they land in water. So I wonder if it was floating face up or something because it just seems crazy they'd be alive. That it would be floating there, yeah. I know my son. We got
0: swimming lessons later today. He hates the back floats. Yeah, he'd be in trouble. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we
0: gotta lock that tent at night.
1: Oh my God, man! And how about
0: this one? A FedEx driver was delivering a package in Louisiana a couple weeks ago. Parked in front of a house, he then noticed something crawling underneath his truck. Oh my God! A baby? Huh crawling underneath the truck, so he decided to record himself picking up the baby and bringing the, the child back up to the house and returning it to its mother. This
2: baby is right under my side. And yeah, the parents ain't nowhere to be found. Look at this. That baby is outside by itself. By herself. Look. Hey. Come on. Hello. Hey, this baby was under my truck.
1: Oh, <laughs> no, I, didn't
2: even, I, I didn't even see her till I, I seen the dog, oh, oh my and God. I got out and I seen her under the tire, like crawling. Girl,
0: come on, man. man. <laughs> I thought I had her trapped.
2: No, she was under. I I got out the truck. I was like, I looked. It scared me at first, and I was like, I thought I seen the dog, but the dog was gone. Yeah. So I seen her, and she it ran away. It would have scared. The- me too. I would have been tripping too. I'm so sorry. I'm putting it up here, man, but she was under the truck. This. I'm glad I was paying attention because if I'd have backed up, she would have been out of here. Yeah. And I'd have been in trouble, man. All right. Y'all might want to keep that door shut because she active. She could have been... <laughs> not, this is my mom's house. She has everything open. She has all the doors, oh, yeah. all the windows, all of it. Yeah, she active. She might need to be in the playpen. <laughs> she, I, I, I do have a playpen because i on the back porch. Yeah, all right. Y'all be cool.
0: Like, is that mother a little too nonchalant about the whole situation? Oh, darn.
1: I thought I had her trapped. What? (laughs) That baby is active. (laughs) I put her under a cardboard box not 20 minutes ago. Keep your eyes peeled for
0: babies. Little slippery buggers. (laughs) Getting away from their parents. I have a feeling that baby. It's not the first time that baby's escaped from that house. <laughs> oh,
2: again? She, is she was limpid. under a
0: truck again. Y'all might want to
2: keep that door shut. She active.
0: And I think Jim Kelly is obsessed with Pete Davidson from Saturday Night Live. Like, Dude. could you stop
1: bringing this guy's name up? I, did, I didn't bring his name up. Devin I looked did. over and tripped yeah. his hair. I just clicked on a Global News article that said Pete Davidson faces backlash for mocking veterans' eye patch in an SNL skit. Yeah. He he said this guy looked like a hitman in a porno because he has an eye patch on, and then goes, I know he lost in the war or whatever, so people are mad that he was insensitive.
0: I, I don't even think the porno... Um, hitman part of the joke was the offensive part. I I agree. I thought that was funny. He does kind of look like a hitman from a porno movie, but this guy's a veteran who lost his eye fighting for his country. Yeah. It's the, yeah, he lost his eye in the war or whatever. Discussing it. That I think is -hmm. offensive. Yeah.
1: Well, it's, I mean, if the guy lost it in a farm accident anyway and you're making fun of it, wouldn't it be just Still as bad?
0: Sad. Well, no, I think it's worse because he he's a wounded veteran. He's yeah. fighting for his country. Especially a couple weeks before Remembrance Day. Or, or Veterans before. Day in the
2: States. Yeah. there was a nice story about the vet too. Someone else had problems with they, they lost their eye and he gave them his eye patch manufacturer and it's a really good one and so he helped other people out who had similar eye problems. So he's a nice guy to boot. But Uh.
1: anyway, I was just, and then I was, the reason Taz thinks I'm obsessed with him is because I brought up, I was like, you know how I know Pete Davidson's stupid? Because he was dating Ariana Grande for three weeks and proposed to her. What are you doing? Like, that is, that's obviously not going to work. It's a recipe well, for disaster. hindsight is 2020. <laughs> I know, but like, <laughs> even, even, wh- even when you have butthole eyes, <laughs> I'm just saying, I know you got to lock that down. I know you got an opportunity here, but even if it was just a random relationship, like Taz, if I proposed to a girl after knowing her or, or meeting her or dating her for three months, you would love it because it's so stupid.
0: I would love it because it's guaranteed. Like, I'm like, oh, this is going to be the content train is leaving the station for the Taz show. <laughs> We're going to have the engagement show. We're going to have the breakup show. We're going to have the Jim's moving, selling his house, moving into an apartment show. Back in with his parents. (laughs) Yeah, well, I I commend Pete Davidson for proposing so quickly to Ariana Grande. Why? Well, you're fighting out of your league, right? Like, everyone's saying, Pete Davidson, what is she even doing with that guy? She's one of the most beautiful, talented, uh, successful women in the world, and she's dating this guy who looks like... Uh, probably the dude who slept on your couch in college, Jim. Yeah, that guy had a few more
1: pounds on him, but... uh, Similar. Similar burnout (laughs) look.
0: So, well, put it this way. If I was boxing Floyd Mayweather, (laughs) I would try to punch him as hard as I can right away. <laughs> because I know I'm probably not going to get a chance to do it later on.
1: So you got to do as much as early as possible, right? <laughs> just so to say you were in there, propose immediately and see what she says. <laughs> yeah, because he could have just. She been, said yes. he yeah. could have just been formally dating her, but he was engaged to her. Yeah, yeah. so uh, you,
0: you're 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 three months in. If you wait for six months, you may not get a chance to to pop the question. Yeah, do it now. By the way,
1: I'm just mostly just jealous of Pete Davidson because he's got an awesome job and he's younger than me. So I, w- I want to say I respect him, and i he's still famous, so he's yeah. allowed to date other famous people, but, like, dude. He has an
0: awesome job now. It'll be interesting to see what happens. His backlash about what he said about that veteran,
2: it's not good for... For his career. He yeah. does, as Taz pointed out, he does have butthole eyes and you don't. So you got that over. Him. I just, I'm a general butthole. <laughs> Where did the butthole eyes come from? That was when Ariana Grande defended him from having butthole eyes because he had uh, autoimmune disease or something like that. Yeah, and mm-hmm. people were chirping him online yeah. saying he has
0: butthole eyes. And she's like, he's got a disease, guys. Yeah. So he should know better. People were making fun of his eyes. Oh! And, and his fiance at the time had to come to his defense. And then he goes on television, makes fun of a guy who lost his eye
1: uh, fighting for his country. The funniest thing out uh, of the whole thing is this Dan Crenshaw guy, this uh, politician in the States, tweeted out, Hey, just because you got dumped by a pop star doesn't mean you get to make fun of veterans. <laughs> so you like, burned them <laughs> harder than the porno burn that uh, Pete Davidson threw at him in the first yeah, place. Yeah, he should have said, I'd rather have one eye than two butthole eyes.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> time for sports. Devin Peacock. 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 Should Joe get Carter be in the Baseball Hall of Fame.
2: A lot of Blue Jays fans are saying yes, hoping it might happen because he is back on the ballot for the Hall of Fame. He has uh, obviously been retired for quite some time. He fell off the ballot because you need to get a, a base amount of votes to stay on the ballot. Uh, but And then you only have 15 years. But he fell off. He's now back on because the Veterans Committee can put people back on they think might be worthy of going into the Hall of Fame. Uh, my thing is he should not be in the Hall of Fame. If you look at his career numbers, they're not up to the Hall of Fame standard. The big case for him going into the Hall of Fame is his game-winning home run, nineteen ninety-three, Game Six against the Philadelphia Phillies. When I hear Tom Cheeks uh, call for that hit, I get chills. Like it gets, it's an emotional thing. I like. Baseball is my favorite sport. I love it. I love the Blue Jays. I love 1993, but he is not a Hall of Famer. I'm sorry to Toronto Blue Jays fans. I love the year 1993 in general. Baseball <laughs> aside,
0: just a great year. So is many a great good year. albums. <laughs> You don't think you should be in the Hall of Fame. So if you have one outstanding achievement, it doesn't make you a Hall of Famer. You think it's a sum of all
2: parts. Well, so like Paul Henderson is, you know, someone hockey fans look at as someone who should go in the Hall of Fame for the same reasons. He is in the Hall of Fame in the sense that he's with the Summit, with the Summit Series team and he's in, uh, Paul Henderson is in the Hall of Fame for like as part of teams. But he personally is not in the Hall of Fame. His numbers indicate he should not be in the Hall of Fame. Same for Joe Carter. Like, Joe Carter's hit and that experience is in the Hall of Fame because he's like one of only two people to end the World Series with a home run. But that, to me is good enough. He doesn't need to have a bust recognizing his entire career. He had a Hall of Fame moment but not a Hall of Fame
0: Fame career. Paul Henderson's not in the Baseball Hall of Fame.
2: I'm talking hockey. Because I agree, he should
0: not be in the
1: Baseball (laughs) Hall of Fame. If Joe Carter's not in there, then Paul Henderson definitely not.
2: (laughs) Paul Henderson's in the Hockey Hall of Fame, but not as Paul Henderson the player. Yeah,
1: you you
0: get your little... You know, you're recognized. You're recognized with the team, and in
1: other ways. Yeah, yeah, it'd be it'd be nice to be in the Hall of Fame for your family and stuff like that, and for your legacy. But I mean, to be that guy, to be Joe Carter or Paul Henderson, and to make that big play in that moment, you're the like you're already among, you're the, the man. man amongst yeah. your teammates. Like that night,
2: that moment is worth it for a lifetime. Hundred percent. Like no one will ever forget that hit again. He's one of two people to ever do that in Major League history, and I think that's uh, that's good enough.